And the time to start, if you're not living your dream, is right now. Start setting goals and setting out where you set in the course of your life and setting it all up so that you get somewhere in the future. When all that comes together, something happens called fulfillment. If you are not experiencing awesomeness in every aspect of your life, it's just from an internal block or barrier disconnect that you've chosen to take on. Life is as easy or as hard as we want to make it. And I got my hands and my eyeballs and my heart around any information I could around holistic healing. And that led me down a never-ending rabbit hole of which I'm still spelunking into the depths of. I needed something like ayahuasca to really wake me up because I was very rigid and very stuck in my ways and very structured and controlling. And my first ayahuasca ceremony cracked my ego in a billion pieces. And uh, that's when I believe when you when we really follow our deepest truth, when we really follow our soul, when we really follow our true calling, the universe rises to support us moment to moment to moment. Welcome to the Holistic Health and Human Potential Podcast. I am your host, Ronnie Landis. I'm an international speaker, author of multiple books, an integrative nutritionist, a transformation and embodiment coach, and simply a man who has devoted most of my life to the study, application, and integration of human potential. And it is my biggest inspiration to bring you weekly episodes that will expand your mind, challenge your paradigm, deepen your heart, and help you to embody the greatest version of yourself as I believe you are meant to do something incredible with your life and this podcast exists simply to support you on that journey. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Holistic Health and Human Potential Show. This is episode 117 with Angus Wilson and Violet Larson. Before we dive into that, I want to share with you a program that I am so inspired by called the School for Human Potential. And this is an education and mentorship program unlike anything else that's ever been put out into the world. And I'm going to be releasing a live presentation and live video training on October 3rd and October 11th. And I want to personally invite you to be one of the people that participates in this incredible opportunity. And to find more information about that, you can go to theschoolforhumanpotential.com. This presentation is going to outline what this program is all about, how it can powerfully benefit you in your life, in your business, in your health, in your personal development, in any area of your life that you're seeking mastery and integration. Again, that website is theschoolforhumanpotential.com, and then you can register there, and you will be locked and loaded for our live presentation. So, with that said, let's move into our episode today with my dear friends Angus and Violet, who are actually about to get married, and these two are extraordinarily talented, gifted, and uh, truly inspired musicians. They're some of the most talented musicians I've ever come across, and they have a gift to really inspire people and transform people through the music that they that they you know that they share. And I really felt inspired to interview both of them because not only are they extremely gifted artists, but they're incredible human beings, and they both have a powerful passion and mission for sustainability, for ecological um, awareness, for humanitarianism, and just increasing prosperity around the world in all different forms. And they're actually part of a, a initiative to change the music industry, which I find extremely inspiring and powerful for the future of how we all listen to music, because every single one of us has been touched deeply by music, whether we're a musician or we just love to receive the gift of music. Every one of us has been touched deeply by it, and that's part of the conversation that we really dove into, how music is just as important as food and supplements and anything else that we take into our body to heal ourselves. Music is a powerful catalyst for healing, 
And so we dive into that. And at the very end of this, they sing an incredible song for us, which really just capped off this entire interview in such a magical way. So without further ado, enjoy this uh, incredible interview. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts uh, in the, the reviews. It's my honor and pleasure to sit with two extraordinary human beings in musical expressionists in Angus and Violet. Welcome to the show and thanks for joining me. Thank you. Happy, happy to be yeah. here. Mm. Yeah, I've been looking forward to sitting down with both of you and just connecting more, getting to know both of you more. I've, I've gotten to know you each through your music and um, it's been profound. It's been incredible. And Angus, I think you more than, than um, both of you, I've expressed to you how much I appreciate your music and just the kind of the carrier wave that you're emitting. Um, you. And it's a, it's a very unique, I have a very unique connection to artists and music, not being a musical artist, but being connected to the music. So I have a very, uh, yeah, I guess just a special connection or appreciation for it. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's uh, the impetus for me wanting to get both of you on this recording and just get to know, like, the minds and the hearts behind the music. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I noticed you have similar tattoos to me. You got, a, mm. you got the, the music notes there. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I feel like for me, music has been a guiding force in my life and just listening to hip hop and, and, and different forms of music that have spoken to things within me that I didn't necessarily know how to articulate when I was younger mm-hmm. or didn't know. Yeah. Just didn't, couldn't put words to, but could feel and the weight of the world, you know? And so when I listen to people that are able to articulate that in a musical expression that moves the emotion, yeah. um, it's it's unlike anything else. Obviously, you know this yeah. or the most. So I'm I'm curious. Like, for uh, I'll ask each one of you pretty much the same question. But I guess we can start with you, Angus. Like, what 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 led you to music and and you know being on that yeah being on that journey of sharing music. Yeah, um, you know I I grew up I, I grew up half and half. Um, in a in a family where my dad was very musical and um, and a singer songwriter and and you know worked hard towards that career as low as as much as he could with with two young two twin boys and mm. a family to provide for and, and everything um, and you know he was definitely an influence um, I literally don't think he ever taught me a you know a, a G chord but uh, but was always there and around and influencing and in his own way, sort of motivating. My mom, uh, doesn't sing a note, you know, she, she whispers when she's singing worship in church and, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, for me, uh, music was just always something I, I really, um, I guess understood and was inspired by, you know, when I was very young, I would listen to, um, music, Michael Jackson, um, uh, I remember first hearing Michael Jackson when I was, you know, probably five years old, mm-hmm. sneaking it off of a buddy's headphones and understanding what, understanding his brilliance mm. at that young age. You know, I, I could just hear the, the beats and bass lines and, and these like strings kind of uh, elements and the way that he meshed that with his voice, mm-hmm. um, the way that if you took everything out, it would almost be the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. the way that he rhythmically sang. Mm-hmm. I just understood that and, um, it just it continued growing from there. I was playing and kind of writing and not doing anything really seriously. It was just my twin brother and I messing around making songs and maybe playing for the school like Christmas show or whatever in, in elementary school. And uh, um, I think on a deeper level, um, what has guided my life towards the pursuit of music is just um, a desire to communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. and, a, and a underst- an understanding and passion for for truth um, in not only my own life, but this, you know, 
searching truth and being a beacon of truth. It's it's something that I, I hold high importance in my life, mm-hmm. um, as I'm sure you know most people do. But you know, the impeccability of our word and impeccability of my word it's it's driven me for a long time. But I've always been a really good communicator. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been one of my, my skills is just understanding people, understanding when they, when they're mm-hmm. communicating and being mm-hmm. able to communicate with them. And it's brought me to, you know, my career in education and coaching through music, but, um, definitely has made me, um, and I attribute it to, um, the key of me being a songwriter and a producer is the ability mm-hmm. to communicate my, myself and, and I think dig into people and be able to communicate, uh, for them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. What about you? Yeah. Um, my earliest memories um, as a little little girl. Um, I'm originally from northeastern Montana, from a small town, Culbertson. It's about 1,300 people. And my mom's side of the family um, were all just um, kind of older Western country musicians. And my earliest memories were of my uncle, my uncle Jim, Ed, and my grandfather, um, just playing the fiddle. My mm. mom would play the accordion and my grandmother would play the keyboard. And um, I just was an off from, you know, an early stage. And we moved to California and kind of moved away from that. And my dad, I, um, I, I loved singing. I was always singing around the house. My dad, my mom called me a songbird. And um, my dad, finally, he gave me a guitar, probably when I was about 13. I would play it here and there. And so I just started um, writing poetry. And um, my father played a lot of Motown. My mother played Fleetwood Mac. And mm-hmm. and um, super inspired by all of the artists. And pretty much all we listen to. <laughs> so pretty much all we listen mm-hmm. to. Um, it's been like, they've been a huge, uh, influence to, um, my songwriting process and me discovering and rediscovering my own, my own creative process and Mm, now our mm -hmm, creative mm -hmm. process together as Miss Violet. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm always interested when I see, um, I see a powerful partnership and there, there's like a purpose behind it. And so there, it's not just like. I don't see you two just as two amazing human beings that have come together in a relationship and getting married. Congratulations. <laughs> um, but there's a purpose driving it that's inner, that's kind of aligning it, I imagine. Um, so I'm curious about that part now as you two have come together in your profession, in your purpose. Like what is, what is, what is that? Um, I don't want to ask this. Like it's almost like along the lines of how does the purpose each of you hold in your individual lives, how does that come together in the relationship and in, in your both of your musical expression? Well, um, for me, um, I dreamed of having a partner. I dreamed of Angus. I manifested mm. him, and mm-hmm. I very much believe. <laughs> I very much believe it. Mm. Um, I dreamed of living the lifestyle of being a musician with my partner and Mm -hmm. having the opportunity to share our passion together and um, for change and to, you know, do our part here while we're here down on earth. So um, that's the guiding force and the leading force in our, in our communion together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, when, when you're really focused on what your mission is, you know, and what your purpose, and these are great questions because you're asking essentially, you know, what initially what's the purpose for you as a musician? You know, what, mm. how, how did you find that purpose? And I think that Violet and I just both were in a point at our lives where we weren't willing to, to sacrifice our purpose anymore. anymore. Um, both obviously having like previous relationships and partners and, in truly previous lives, we both came to this this part of California from, you know, different lifestyles and mm-hmm. different friends and everything, and, and very much leaving that stuff sort of sort of behind um, uh, because we were unwilling to sacrifice 
our mission yeah. anymore in our life. And so when when we met each other, I mean, there was obviously um, some common interests. Uh, you know, we met we met in the forest. <laughs> Just a and, few. Yeah, we, we, we met on a hike and. <laughs> Um, you know, new to California, you know, for a reason, we both were into music. We, um, you know, both smoked cannabis a little bit and, you know, just, like, <laughs> we just found these just like similar, like interesting mm-hmm. ways to just relate to each other. But when it comes to our mission as a, as a couple and as music, musicians, I really believe that we found each other because again, we were unwilling to bend on our mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what really woke me up to realizing that I had found a partner that would be able to support that mission um, because there was, there was no bend in my game. And it was, it was tough at the beginning for me to really break out of, out of that. I'm going solo, I'm going hard and I'm, I'm focused down here. Um, when I realized that like, I'd actually, it's different on my part. <laughs> <laughs> like this man is for me and I'm going to get up. <laughs> but I, I realized that like, there is something that when I realized that there was something very special in, in, in the reason why we met and were put in this town at the same time mm. in history, um, I realized, I realized that, you know, it was just part of the mission mm. that there was no like linking up of either of our missions. It, it's that, that we were actually both so mission focused and mission aligned that we brought in the partner in our life that really, that really, was going to drive that and help drive that. There's no like shifting or forming around of our schedules or our goals mm-hmm. to try to match each other's mm-hmm. and fit them in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, you know, Violet says she, she, you know, manifested me. Well, I think we're all trying to manifest, mm-hmm. you know, this type of, of partnership. And it's, you know, I don't put ourselves above anybody else for that is searching for it because, you know, we were very, are very, very blessed in this relationship to find, a partner that's really mission line and that, that we very quickly knew this was a lifetime thing. Um, but that we were just mission aligned and open enough to notice each other walking by mm. in the crowd, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and mission aligned and open enough to say like, you know, okay, let's talk about it, you know, and let's, let's open up that mm. conversation um, in just like going on walks together and exploring each other and everything. So it's it's married itself into this into this music um, musical relationship that's full of just a lot of laughter and and jamming and exploring and learning you know in a musical sense that just feels so natural you know mm. missions eight mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well I get that sense from you especially when you say the word natural like there's a natural harmony that I feel from both of you. And uh, it's, it's it's beautiful. It's it's like I feel like it's um it's like a emergent model or template of what a relationship can be when it's you know we've heard all the cliches like when it's in alignment or it's it's matching each other you know like what you just said like two people that are already on purpose that are not willing to bend but somehow there's like this there's this thing, there's this energy, or maybe it is the purpose that's, that, that's so big that it actually requires two, yeah. two individuals coming together in order to fulfill it. I very much believe uh-huh. that. We're like, we're, but you know, we're not really doing anything on purpose. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're both very aware. And one of our goals, not, not only in our music and it's actually really is, uh, the goal in our music, but also in our relationship, is just to be an example um, of of love, you know, and whatever that means. Just mm. you know, of committed dedication to one's counterpart, you know. Mm. Um, and musically, that's that's kind of the theme that we take in a lot of like love songs and um, kind of mixing our style, kind of gritty style, with with some really beautiful messages. And also, our love for the earth. And our love for the earth. Mm. And everything. Yeah. Um, but also in our relationship, and definitely in our relationship, we want to be—we want to be an inspiring example of of commitment and love in in, in a world that you know, I think really needs it. And so, like, we're on this ride. We just got thrown into this ride together, and we're like realizing, we're like, okay, let's yeah, let's hold on. And I think at some point, <laughs> at some point, we're going to want to definitely reverse engineer mm. all of the steps in our life that it took for us to get into a relationship. 
like this, you know, mm-hmm. to, to be open to receive it. Like those are definitely some valuable points that maybe we did, but I don't think we're focusing on what we did to get here. Right. We're still, we're really just going to spend the next part of our life focusing on how we really use this to do what we say we're going to do. You know, mm-hmm. that's the first, you know, we can talk up and down about how, you know, how open our hearts were and yeah. all prepared and blah, blah, blah. But we, we still have a job to do and that is to right. be that example first. Right. Right. And then we can talk about it. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. As that's the mission, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Was there something that came through you? No, he said he said okay. everything on that note mm. for sure. Awesome. I, I talk a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's perfect for this. Platform. I talk a lot whenever we're in public. Violet it violates the talker when we're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this this uh, pairing music with per- mission, right? Like, I've had a lot of people. I've had, like, um, my dear friend Elijah Ray on, like, a year ago. Just Elijah. did, Elijah's amazing. And just did an um, interview with Jess upstairs, Jess Magic, and another other, a number of other artists and humanitarians and activists in different, different ways having this conversation around... Um, the pairing of their purpose or mission with it, whatever their artistry or their expression is. So um, I want to kind of pivot in that direction. Like, what is that? And, and also, I, I say this in the sense of the people that are listening to that may be in that place of wanting to pair their expression or whatever their gift is with a bigger purpose or mission with it. So, okay. Um, definitely, I, I've been writing a lot of songs lately about the water. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a huge part of our purpose is, is our love to each other and also our love for the earth. And one of the, the most... Um, kind of heart-wrenching thing for me is our relationship to to the oceans and to the rivers and the lakes and especially um, last fall during the Standing Rock movement um, man it was really rough to know like to be exposed to what like the truth of like what is actually going on um, here in America and the thousand Standing Rocks across the world politically and and everything is just like it's 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 breathtaking and um i guess one of the purposes right now is really raising awareness Mm -hmm. in a sense Mm -hmm. um through storytelling um about the water and the condition of the water yeah Mm -hmm. yeah even as as a producer with with those types of movements happening, I've, I've got a, worked with a couple artists that have songs about Standing Rock, and you know, tons of artists coming out with songs about Standing Rock, and you know, Standing Rock, um, the camp, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the protest that was going on has ended, but songs about even specifically about Standing Rock itself are still so are becoming more and more relevant. Not only in the fact that Standing Rock needs to be, the story needs to continue to be told about yes. how people stood up to that type of, of corporate um, madness. Madness. Just, yeah, heavy. So that story, for in, in terms of history, will continue to be yes. told. You know, but, but mm. it definitely awakened, um, I think, a need, and this, this actually comes back to your question for myself, a need to, um, provide a vehicle for that type of message um, to become mainstream, mm. you know, um, mm. that, it's, that it's not a kumbaya song, you know, quote unquote. It's not like a Christian rock and roll song. It's not something that comes off as lame. Not that there's anything wrong with Christian rock and roll for people who love that music. But there is a mainstream mindset that needs to be changed. Mm. And music is a great way one of the only surefire ways to convey that type of message to mm-hmm. people that previously have not been thinking in that way. And so songs that that really um, tastefully 
call into question some of the current uh, mindsets and patterns that we've been living in as a culture really interest me. Songs mm-hmm. that you would hear on a movie or on a radio, and then when you read the lyrics, realize that this person's um, talking about you know deforestation, and and wow, that's a really powerful message. You know that that's the type of music that I think is starting to become relevant, um, and in, and what and that's my my place in this whole game as a as a musician and, and a producer and a writer, which I know is my purpose here on the earth. Mm-hmm. Well, that purpose still needs to align. With what I, with the job I know we all need to be doing on, on the planet, you know, and that is conveying a message to people in, in a new way, you know, and that's that's where our missions align very much is, is you know violent rights music about about the water in a way that's that's um, storytelling and uh, tasteful and you know I just always use the word badass you know I yeah. like badass music I like mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. that gets your head moving and mm-hmm. that you like to drive to and you know you'll switch it to that that song that's got a really good message yeah. even if it's yeah. not your favorite song so you're going to listen to that song that's got a really good message yeah. I want to marry those two and just have your favorite songs yes. the ones that have a message the message that's mm-hmm. going to wake you up in the morning and get you to do something positive yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah That that's so true there's a lot of songs like that for me that I can think of of just like even when I'm like in the gym or something like it's like it's it's dynamic and the beat and the production so it's like it serves kind of the movement of my energy but it's also yeah I'm also tuning into the lyrics and the message Mm -hmm. which is also keeping me mentally elevated at the same time so it's not just like one or the other it's it's actually yeah it's like a necessary uh yeah like yeah combination yeah I talked. I, I talked about that with with James, you know, uh, or with with a, a friend down here who owns a network of, of gyms all around the United States. And mm. I was talking to him about the music. You know, what kind of music do you guys play in there? And um, people don't even really think about the fact that when you're listening to like Buck Cherry, you know, Crazy Bitch, while you're working out, you can be healthy, like running, having a great workout, and like some of the imagery and the yes. music that you're getting. In there, you can still walk out of that gym feeling kind of like gross. Yeah, um, and I, I would love to put out an America-wide study on the gyms that are playing uplifting, positive, mm. tension-filled mm-hmm. music that still got the same frequency yeah. and rate to it yeah. compared to the gyms that are playing like the heavy metal pop um, kind of stuff, and just see what the difference is between productivity mm. at those gyms. You know, it's just such an important subject. Music is so important. So important. Yeah. And we know for a fact, I know you you both probably know this better than most, is that the music industry is riddled with all kinds of, uh, let's just call it deception or certain um, control mechanisms. Like we know that there's certain, there's certain uh, harmonics that are embedded into a lot of the mainstream music that's keeping people vibrationally at a particular, mm-hmm. a particular uh, place on purpose. Yeah. And so that, and that's, a, and you know, my audience definitely, if not, is very interested, um, if not tuned in, is interested in that particular, um, that particular conversation, the sense of like, what can we do about some of the, I even call it just mind control. Like, that's just pretty much what it is, like consumer driven control. Um, and where I see like this conversation that we're having in the music that you two, um, cultivate is the solution to dissolve the old story and whatever all that that stuff is yeah one small step in it for sure yeah you know and like i think what people musically what people can do an immediate first step what people can do to start elevating good music Mm -hmm. um, and Mm -hmm. you know good quote unquote but just start to support Yes, music. You know, start mm. to go and see live music and um, promote your your friends that are artists and share music and like actively get involved in music that you know pay and mm-hmm. pay for and it. actually pay, pay yes. for it. support those artists. You know, yeah. don't um, the, the when when value gets back gets put back into music and it's happening mm. very quickly mm. when the value gets brought back to music the value in the artist understanding that these artists are not. Waiters, these are these are Picassos. Yes, know? these are Picassos over time. I love that. And that that support. All of a sudden, the message and the value of the message goes up. 
And all of a sudden, people start caring about what what are these people singing about because you're eating healthy food. You're not yes. eating McDonald's anymore. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you care about what's in that food. You know, and music is, is the same thing. And there has to, yeah, I love what you just said. Like, there has to be um, an investment made. And, and we have to not, and it goes both ways, right? Like, to support the artists who pretty much devote your entire lives to this and, and, um, and the person who is receiving that gift also needs to be able to invest in order to fully receive. It seems like if we don't, if we don't um, keep that balanced and we just receive like free music on just like uh, uh, YouTube or Spotify, which my understanding is that doesn't really properly support the artist. And it's kind of like I know for me, if I go on Spotify, which I do appreciate from my perspective, um, because I'm, I'm getting to go and look at all any, anything I want to look up immediately and I can listen to it. Um, it's almost like a buffet. And I noticed that I, I could take for granted the fact that I can just listen to a music album and, and at will yeah. and just kind of yeah. almost like skim through it where when I used to pay for a CD, it's like I had that CD. So I would be like really soaking up the CD or the cassette as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, we were having a, a conversation with some of my roommates um, last night. We were playing a card game, and we had the record player going, and mm. we were just over and over, like, each song would come on, and we, we'd, we someone in the group would just mention, oh, I love this song, and I'm, I'm, I love listening to this record. I, I, I feel a deeper connection with the artist. I'm, I'm getting to know all of their songs in the way that they ordered them mm. on their piece of artwork that they put out into the world instead of just you know Shuffling. adding yeah absolutely you just mm-hmm. there's such a, a greater you know it's it's it was so fun to be able just to really dive in and mm-hmm. listen to someone's record that that was so valued yeah. back then and I think that the part of our mission now is to is is now is to bring that back bring the value of the of the artist uh, back because it's so valuable to a community and it's essential to a, a, a thriving world. Mm. So what I just heard you say is like really part of the mission is about bringing the value back to music because yeah. music is essential to a thriving world. Mm-hmm. We, um, yeah, mm, you know, as a, as a, as a group, you know, as a musical group, Miss Violet, um, you know, we have definitely, that initiative just in, in terms of living it as an example for ourselves. You know, we value the music that we create um, and and definitely want to be a stand for that. And, and with the involvement of, of Music House and creating Music House, you know, everything that we're talking about here um, is, is completely 100% aligned with what we're doing mm. with Music House. And, you know, without getting too, too deep into it, it, it truly, truly is about instilling value in, in culture of music again, um, celebrating artists, um, and celebrating fans and, and real fans, the true supporters of music, mm-hmm. the, one, the mm-hmm. ones that, that will support out of their way and out of their life to, to know that that music's continuing to, to thrive and grow. Mm. There, there has to be value instilled, not only in the ones creating the art, but the ones that are receiving the earth. This is an ecosystem, and, and that and that that has been cut. There's been ties cut um, in that as corporations, just like everything else, have gotten their hands on a very valuable, valuable product yeah. um, in music, where there's not really much measure of the value. Mm-hmm. There's not a system mm-hmm. of measuring that value. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you know your buffet example, you've got if you know you like if you like really good steak, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, your favorite, your favorite place to, to eat, like presents these beautiful steaks on like nice plates of, of whatever and drizzled in whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and then you've got a buffet where it's like a pile of that, of the, those steaks uh-huh. and other steaks and like any steak that you could possibly want. And it's so unlimited you can take a bite from this steak and you can take a little bite from right, that steak right. and you can throw three steaks on your plate and go back. 
you can go back and give those stakes to your friends and go back for more stakes. It's completely endless. All of a sudden, the value of that of that steak that you're eating off that buffet goes just dies. Um, and you remember how nice it was to sit down and really enjoy this steak where the waiter mm-hmm. explained where mm-hmm. it was from and it was obviously cared for and done properly and the enjoyment of eating that, you know, is, is healthy for you, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, in a way. And, and music is, I just, I see music and I always use that, ana- not the steak analogy, but I use the analogy of music compared to food in, in terms of what we put into our body mm-hmm. as our wellness system, our health yeah. system. Yeah. That music is no more, um, it's no less important than, than the food that we put in our bodies, the supplements we take, Absolutely. the mantras we say, the routine that we have in our mornings. Like music mm. really should be a part of that. Mm. Yeah. Or just don't listen to music. Or don't. it doesn't need to be a part of your routine. If you're not really into music. I don't know how someone doesn't listen to music, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that, that would be mine. That's mind-boggling to me. Mm-hmm. How somebody, I don't know if that's even thing (laughs) to not listen to music on sign i love what you're bringing up because this audience is is um very very health focused and so i love how you just brought that in that that music is just as important as our food supplement lifestyle considerations and i absolutely agree i i mean there's so many times in my life that music has gotten me through things that my my diet didn't get me through it helped, but it also it didn't get me through those times of like ooh, like uncertainty and confusion. And, mm-hmm. But wow. music absolutely has mm-hmm. been a carrier way for me to get through even five minutes of of just a place where I was just just feeling really down. Yeah, wow, that's a really well well put example. You know that it's. Um, yeah, it has effect in different ways, you know, that there's parts, mm-hmm. there's, you know, just it's part of your, the whole system. And if you don't, you know, you can't be balanced without, the, you know, the fullness of, of each of those systems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unique and it's everybody's, everybody's journey and everything. But, man, I just know for sure what it's done for my life and, and in those same, same times. <laughs> like, like, counting off number of situations in my head where I'm like God thank God for music music for the win jeez we've all been there and I've seen seen it in my in my you know career um, educating people who have you know waited their whole lives to pick up a guitar and finally making that decision you know they've always wanted to do it just never stepped Mm. out and did it and finally Mm -hmm. they're making that decision and it becomes not only like a passion in their life, something that they're just, they're there every single week, no matter what, because it's the, one of the most important things in their life, but also guides them through these, these hard situations. You know, I've, I've seen um, it positively affect, um, you know, a gentleman going through cancer and going through divorce and going through addiction, um, kids going through hard tests in their, in, in high school and, you know, kids going through their, their first breakup or like just all of these mm-hmm. different situations that we go mm-hmm. through um, and it affects the lesson that I have with these the session that I have with these people every week um, and I see it driving them I see it just being that like one thing that mm. you know, they had to make it yeah. in for it you know mm. they had to get themselves out of bed for it like everything else is just is diving but I need to get out of bed and go play the guitar it's uh, an amazing uh-huh. small example of it, but it's global it's incredible absolutely mm. even like within myself this is a little bit of a vulnerable share but um i was given um i was put on adderall throughout high school junior mm. end of junior high and high school and um something set me off one day and someone said something and um along the lines of that it wasn't the best thing for me to be taking um i had been listening to my doctor but i quit cold turkey and went through a pretty intense depression after that. Um, and it was really hard on my body. And I remember I just, I, I healed myself through music is what healed me. I just, I didn't want to do anything except for, for a while, except for just playing music. Cause that was my relief. And it got me through one of the 
darkest periods of my life, mm. writing and mm-hmm. singing and playing mm-hmm. my guitar. Yeah. Mm. And it's so it's so it's so awesome because we know that you know as as soon as we start telling these stories of how music has affected positively affected circumstances in our life, we immediately know that we're joined by thousands and millions yeah. of other people. Yep. That every person listening to this podcast is like, "Yep, yeah, totally." I know, I know a situation where <laughs> absolutely, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, waking up to that universal language of, of music, I think, is is a, it's not just a fun part of the evolution of, of humans, you know, of our brains, of our consciousness, and the next step and transition. <laughs> It actually is a catalyst. It's, I was about it. to it's just say it's an essential parts. catalyst. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Understanding what music is doing in your life and the work that it potentially could do mm-hmm. in your life is like having, you know, the most amazing supplement in your in your cupboard that is in the back corner that you'll that you're just, you're just kind of been waiting to get to. It's mm-hmm. like no, no, bro, it's right there. It's right there. Like, it's ready like, <laughs> now. You know, yeah. you're never too late to start. But start five years ago yeah so that's that's again mission aligned for us it's just mm. like the importance of music the importance of the message in the music as at, at music house and as a producer i um i work with artists that have that message and have that drive simply to, just to communicate um whether they have been playing for years or whether they just decided to start mm-hmm. it, um really really going for that gift yeah. that they that they have um that's that's the type of music I wanna I wanna promote in, in whatever mm-hmm. we do with Miss Violet, whatever we do with Music House, um, and I think I believe just in the work that we're doing with Music House that um, there's a new a new era of, of music coming, of mm-hmm. musicians coming, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, everything that goes along with that. Yeah, absolutely, and I see it coming too, and and um, that's why I love. I'm just kind of like taking a golden opportunity just to round up a few of you on these interviews because I already know. Yeah. I know that um, as it becomes bigger and more understood and more accepted, like you and and the handful of others that I've seen, especially over the years, um, and a lot of our mutual friends in different spaces in the world and the music, the music kind of conscious music world, I already know. I'm like clear, like, okay there's certain people here that are going to lead that they're going to be the new, if you want to say the new figures that we call celebrities, um, of this movement. So it's like almost kind of a golden opportunity on my end of like, Oh, that's going to be amazing. Cause these podcasts are going to live on. <laughs> these are going to be available <laughs> 10 years from now, you know? So it's, it's pretty, pretty exciting. I would love to break every IPU and, and NDA uh-huh. and just like start diving into how we're going to do that. But yeah, but yeah, the, you know, just know like the it's happening. It's happening very, very fast um, as everything else is. Yeah, you know, and that's that's one way that that we notice that this is very divinely driven and mission focused. Um, is that as the world continues to shift in all of these other areas and as the pace of consciousness starts start speeding up and I'm I, I refer to consciousness as just literally just being a little bit more awake and conscious mm. of your surroundings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know becoming becoming more conscious means making decisions to just start recycling your cups right you know like these little little steps towards consciousness right. and um, and yeah the pace the pace is happening in all of those areas faster and faster and faster and now mm-hmm. we see it happening with music as well mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. these areas in which we see pace picking up um, in in an awakening of, of sort of a cultural norm that people are used to thinking, a way that people are used to living or whatever. Mm-hmm. In all of these areas that we see the speed and the pace picking up, yeah. these are the areas that we must start focusing on as, yeah. as human beings. Yeah. Whether it's in ecosystem, in finance and, and commerce, whether mm-hmm. it's in environmentalism, um, whether it's in music, whether it's in, in business, whether it's in politics, all these ways that we see everything starting to speed up are the ways, the things that we need to start really focusing on, allowing and getting ourselves out of the way and allowing right. those things to right, snowball right. Um, because it's happening despite us. Yeah, 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 you exactly. Know? So we can get in alignment with it or we can just get snowballed. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, amazing. Um, 
I would love to invite a song from from you guys if you if you're sure. feeling yeah. inspired. Yeah, I think everybody good. on the other end of this conversation is curious about that. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like playing, darling? Um, I think since we talking about the water a bit, mm. why don't we share the single coming out? Black Snake? Yeah. The song is, uh, was inspired by the Standing Rock movement, um, by a, the prophecy by the Lakota and the Sioux tribes, and it's called the Black Snake Prophecy, mm. and this song is called Black Snake. Mm. It's as raw as it gets.
job, baby. Oof. Man, I just got a private concert. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, brother. Oh, so good. Wow, you guys are amazing. Thank you. So good. I just try to keep up. so on that note where can everybody on the other end uh receive your gifts find out more about you and support your mission wow man um you're gonna have fun at this uh this dinner ronnie that we're having coming Mm -hmm. up here but um you know there's some there's some concepts and some stuff some, some different um things happening with Music House, with the artists that we work with, and with um, the mobile platform that we're developing, um, that, how do I say it, that are making it, um, making us just really conscious of how we are going to be displaying our message to the people that that um, need to hear it, mm-hmm. and that are, that are ready to support it. Um, so at the moment, um, we will be releasing this EP in the fall, in, in the new year. Yep. Um, we will be releasing it on the Music House app, um, right. which which uh, there will be more to talk about as that as that gets developed. That's pretty much all I'm willing to say right now. Yeah, you can you can connect with um, our music and updates right now on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just hashtag Miss Violet, M-I-S-S, V's and Victor, I-O-L-E-T-T-E, Violet. And um, on Instagram, too, at Groove on Violet. And uh, we'll have our website running pretty soon, too. And we love, and we really, really love connecting, um, you know, anybody anybody that, that listens to our stuff and really has any sort of heart connection with it, we immediately truly have a heart connection with those with those people, you know, um, yeah. that's literally why we are playing playing music. We're not we're not here to um, continue the old paradigm yeah. of, of the music industry or, or buy into mm-hmm. this celebrity, mm-hmm. this vision of, of what a, you know a musician really is, or what yeah. being a rock star, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, we encourage people to just reach out, and if there's a connection or a question mm-hmm. or anything, we love getting back to people. We love hanging out with people. We love throwing little private concerts yeah. and. That sort of thing. So, I mean, for us, it really is about full out connection with the people that that are affected by what we're doing. So, mm-hmm. reaching out and finding us is quite easy. And yeah. and, um, and as far as our music, it's just it's something that we're really really excited to have people start hearing and start um, being able to be involved in, in different ways. And mm-hmm. you know, as Music House, we're also really excited to start you know, releasing some of those those mm-hmm. ways in. in how we're going to change it. Mm. Beautiful. Well, it was a pleasure and honor to share this moment with you, to have you come on and then to play an amazing song. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the um, work that you're doing, Mm. you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. for for being a vehicle and a voice for some of the the stories that are happening um, here and and everywhere else. I know Mm -hmm. that you're, that you're all over the place sometimes. So I'm sure that this goes Mm -hmm goes around the world with you and uh, we just appreciate the opportunity thank you yeah my pleasure okay thanks everybody for listening